0: Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, My name is John, I'm the lead pastor, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today, however it is that you're joining us. Uh, So question, Uh, what is it that you're like really into? Uh, What is it that you're passionate about? What is it that you love? Uh, And there's lots of ways to try to figure out, you know, what a person, you know, really likes, you know, what's really, really a priority to them. Uh, But at least one way is to find out what are you studying? Uh, what is it that you just love to research you know what is it that you just you know spend lots of time reading books about uh, that you listen to podcast about that you watch YouTube videos about it uh, You know what is it that you just love to gain more and more information about it? Because the more you you learn the more you love it and it's just something that you just love to spend time learning about uh, and so for instance, me, if you were to look through my collection of books, if you were to listen to you know the podcast that I listen to, uh, you would find uh, a good amount of books about uh, leadership. Uh, I, I love it. Uh, I love to learn about really great leaders. I love to read about great businesses. And I just think it's just a, something that I'm trying to do in my own life, but it's something that I really just love to learn about too. And so I just spend a good amount of time learning about it. Uh, also, if you look through, uh, what I'm researching and learning these days, you would find a lot about uh, running. And it's a hobby that I have, and I just think it's fascinating to find out, you know, about other runners and what they're doing, to find out the strategies of how people are learning how to run faster, you know, what they're doing, and just kind of the, the more I learn about running, the more I really love it. Uh, you would also find that I spent a good amount of time researching uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, in particular this book is about the early 90s Cowboys, uh, which is really fun to read about because they were actually good. Uh, some of you might not even uh, remember that, uh, but uh, way back in the day the Cowboys were actually a very dominant uh, franchise and they had a bunch of really good teams and it's fun to read about those gory days and find out you know how they put that team together, you know what were the lives like of the, of the players and it's just really interesting. So I've read you know a handful of books and uh, listened to different things uh, about that. And I'm sure the same is true for you. Uh, maybe for you, it's you know politics, and you just you, know, you love to watch the, the news, and you love to you know subscribe to different news articles. And you just love to find out about you know your favorite politicians, uh, or maybe it's a, a hobby that you like to learn about, or maybe it's wine, or maybe it's fashion, uh, maybe it's a certain sports team, uh, maybe it's a certain uh, person that you like to learn about. But there's something that you really like that you love. And because you love it, you're spending time wanting to know more about it. Uh, And of course that's important for us because the reason why we get together on Sunday mornings is that what we believe is church is not a building, but it's a group of people, and we are trying to better love Jesus, love each other, and love the world. And if you're watching today, you're listening today, then I'm sure that you at least have some inkling that's what you want to do with your life. You want to better love Jesus, love each other, and love the world. And if you want to move in that direction, then something that you need to be doing is studying, is learning, is finding out, you know, what? what is it about this God? Uh, how do I develop these kind of relationships? How do I make a difference in the world? And the more that you know, the better you will be able to do. Uh, Right now we're in a series talking about the idea of these one-on-one relationships and we want everyone uh, in our church to have somebody that they are getting together with on a regular basis and this isn't just like buddies getting together to hang out or you know girlfriends getting together to chat Uh, this is something that is bigger and deeper Uh, we think it's important to have people that we are getting together with who know us who can be honest and where we are intentionally helping each other grow to better love Jesus, each other and the world. And one of the things that should be happening in those one-on-ones is that you should be spending some time studying and learning and researching and finding more about this God that we serve and how he wants us to live. Now, a quick caveat before we go on. A tension that we may feel in this is that on the one hand, we believe that Jesus is incredibly accessible and that following Jesus is something that is accessible to all people. And that's very, very important uh, because already some of you might be thinking like, I I, I get an idea of where this is going. You know, we're talking about study and research and all this stuff you got to know. And apparently John's got a lot of books behind him. And like, are you telling me that if I'm going to be a Christian, there's all this stuff that I need to know? And for some of you, that's a blockage. Like, I I just feel like I, I just don't know enough. And so therefore I don't really feel like that I'm like a good Christian. And on the one hand, The idea of following Jesus is an incredibly simple idea. If you want to follow Jesus, if you want to decide that you want to become a Christian, it's a very easy step and you don't need to know much at all. You just need to know that there is a God that that God loves you, that that God wants to forgive you of your sins, and that you can begin a relationship with him today. The basic idea of the gospel is very, very simple, and you can start that, and you don't really need to know much at all. But if you're going to fall in love with this Jesus, if you're really going to become his disciple, if you're, if you're going to become his follower, if he's going to be somebody that you're going to like be passionate about, you know, if he's going to be something that you're really into in your life, if he's going to be something that you're going to really love, then it just makes sense that just like anything else in life, you're going to want to know more about him. And as you know more about him, it's going to hopefully increase the love you have and the ability you have to live for him. And I think that's incredibly important. Uh, We have a study that we've been doing in our church uh, of a couple different classes now and we'll continue to keep offering it uh, called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. And I love this quote near the beginning of the book and he's talking about his own journey of how for so many years he was following Jesus, but didn't really feel like, you know, even though he was going to church, even though he was going through the motions, he wasn't really growing. Uh, Here's what he says. He said, I was a Christian for 22 years, but instead of being a 22-year-old Christian, I was a one-year-old Christian 22 times. I just kept doing the same thing over and over and over again. And maybe that's something that some of you can relate. Maybe some of you have been watching online for a while now, or you've been going to church for a while, or you've been a Christian for a while, but you still feel like, i my knowledge of like the bible my knowledge of jesus is still just like so so small and there, and there's so much more that we would love for you to learn because the more you learn the more you can Live this stuff out. And so that's what we want to uh, encourage you uh, with today. And it's one of the reasons why we want every single person to be in a one on one relationship, is because when you're in a one on one relationship, one of the things that you're going to do is you're going to get involved and you're going to study together and you're going to learn together. And your knowledge about this God and how we're supposed to live for Him will go up and up and up. And that's a really great thing. Uh, So to look at that, We're going to look at a a story in the Bible today. It's found in the book of Acts. And so uh, this is near uh, the beginning of the whole church movement. This is, you know, maybe 10, 15 years after Jesus is resurrected from the dead. So this is brand new, you know, and the church is just growing across the the known world at this point. And one of the chief guys that was helping to grow the church was a guy named Paul. Uh, and, And Paul found himself in a city called Corinth. Uh, and while he was in Corinth, uh, he met this other couple, and their names were Priscilla and Aquila. Uh, Priscilla and Aquila were religious refugees. Uh, they had lived and I guess grown up in the city of Rome, uh, but Emperor Claudius uh, had made a decree that all Christians needed to leave the city of Rome or they were going to be killed. And so they were literally ran for their lives out of the city of Rome, and now they ended up in the city of Corinth with Paul. Uh, And it just so happened that this couple, Priscilla and Aquila and Paul, both had the same day job. Uh, What they did was they made tents uh, for the the Isthmian games, the athletic games that happened there in Corinth. And so they met and they became friends and they had this like common ground of being tent makers. They had this common ground that they were both Christians. And they started to spend lots and lots of time together. Uh, They became... One of these relationships that we're talking about. They, they were more than just good friends. I mean, they just spent intentional time learning and talking and sharing with each other. So much so that uh, once Paul decided he was going to leave Corinth, he was going to go to another city, he was going to go to the city of Ephesus, Priscilla and Paul were like, hey, Uh, we're with you, man. Well, well, we're going to go. So uh, Paul went and he left for Ephesus. And Priscilla and Aquila, they left and they went to Ephesus too. So now they're in this brand new city together, uh, these new Christians at this early part of this Christian movement. uh, And that's where our story picks up. This is in uh, the book of Acts uh, chapter 18, starting in verse 24. It says, Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, who was a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was a learned man, with a thorough knowledge of the Scriptures, he had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and he spoke with great fervor and taught about Jesus accurately. Though he only knew about the baptism of John, he began to speak boldly in the synagogue. When Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they invited them to her. Uh, he, they invited him to their home and explained to him the way of God more adequately. Uh, there's, a couple of things that uh, I, I really love about this story. And so you got this guy, Apollos, and he is teaching, and he's a guy who has learned some stuff about God. He's learned some things about Jesus, but as we just heard, there's some things that he doesn't know. But even though there's some things that he doesn't know yet, he's still teaching, he's still talking about, he's still sharing what he does know. Uh, and that's a big deal. Uh, sometimes, again, as we start talking about, you know, all these things that you can learn about who God is and who Jesus is and all these different things about the Bible, sometimes it can almost like paralyze us because we think, I, I, I don't know that much. And I certainly don't know as much as those people yet. And so therefore, until I learn more, I really can't, you know, Talk about this with my friends, you know. I can't really, you know, share this with the people at work, you know. I, I should probably shouldn't be a, a leader at church, you know. I, don't, I I shouldn't be a small group leader, you know. Maybe I shouldn't even be in a one on one yet because be, if someone asks me a question, I might not know. I mean, there's just so much I don't know yet, so I need to wait until I learn more. And what I love about Paul is there's a lot he doesn't know yet, but what he does know, he's like sharing with fervor. He he's sharing boldly, like he is all about it. And that's a common message all throughout the New Testament, all throughout the Bible, is that God uses people exactly where they are. Uh, so we're going to encourage you to keep learning. We're going to encourage you to keep learning, you know, how to you know, make your knowledge of this God and Jesus deeper and deeper and deeper. But right now, with whatever knowledge you have, you can start sharing right now, just like Apollos was. Uh, the next thing I love about this story is I love how Priscilla and Aquila handled the situation because what they didn't do is they didn't go to Apollos and say, whoa, 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 what what do you think you're doing? You know, what you're sharing here is not right. You know what, you're you're wrong. You know, come over here and let, let us instruct you and let us now tell you what's right. Instead, they said, hey, like what you know, like you know, like you have figured some of this stuff out. It's just that there's more. Uh, We want you to understand this more adequately. We we want you to see a bigger part of the picture. And and, and I love that. And I think that that should be the position of our church is we never want to be in the position of telling other people like, here's what you're doing wrong and what you're doing is wrong. Instead, if we can find a way to recognize what they already know. Uh, In the Chapter right before this, uh, Paul is in Athens. He's in a place called Mars Hill, and he's sharing with a group of people who have never heard of the name of Jesus before. But even to that group, he's able to say, "Hey, you, you still like have some idea of like that there's a God, and like he puts all somehow he put all this together, and like that there's there's some things that we don't know, and, and he affirms what they already know, and then he builds." On top of that. And that's what we want to be uh, as a church. Uh, what we believe is that God is alive and that, and that he's active and that he, he's working in your life right now. Uh, he's working in your co-worker's life. Uh, he's working in the people on your street. And everyone is experiencing some level of God in their life already. They probably already know some things about God, some things about Jesus, something about the idea of love and hope and creation. And what we want to do is we want to take what they know and we want to build upon that. And we want to help them to have a more full and adequate understanding. And that's just such a better posture, I think, for us to be uh, as a church. Uh, The next thing I love about this is I love uh, Apollos' kind of temperament in this Uh, because Apollos seems to be very, very humble. Uh, He doesn't say like, yeah, hey, I'm a learned guy. Uh, We we learned that uh, Apollos uh, grew up in Alexandria, which is kind of one of the education capitals of the world at that point. You know I mean? he, He had really obviously studied some of the stuff that he knew, but even as much as he had studied and even as much as he already knew, he was very open to the idea that maybe there's some things I don't know yet. Maybe there's some things I haven't learned yet. And I'm very happy to sit down with Priscilla and Aquila and let them teach me even more. And we, we want to have that kind of humility uh, in our church. Uh, and it's big deal. I think uh, in church, sometimes there's an idea that we need to act like we have more figured out than we really do. And a lot of times we don't want to be the person who, you know, raises our hands. It's like, hey, okay, I, I don't understand that. You know, can someone please explain that? Uh, can, can someone, you know, help to break that down a little bit? Because there's this part of this that I don't know. There's a part that I don't understand yet. And Apollo seemed very, very okay with that. And that's how, be, uh, that's how we want to be in our one-on-ones. That's how we want to be in our churches. We want to be very open to learning what we don't know yet. Because how are you going to learn if you don't admit that maybe there's some things that you don't know? And this is, by the way, the camp that all of us find ourselves in. You know, so I mean, this is the collection of just like a few of the books. If you ever wonder, like, what I do during the week, is I spend a lot of time listening to podcasts, listening to sermons, reading books, and trying to expand my knowledge about who God is and how we love Him and how we follow Him and, and how we study the Bible. And um, after doing this for you know 20 years or, no, or so now, since I graduated from Bible college, constantly I am learning things that I didn't know before. My, my knowledge is increasing and growing. And 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, I'm sure there'll still be things, I hope, that I'm learning and growing and just, it's expanding. And this is the camp that all of us are in. There's never a point where we arrive. We just we just want to know more because we're, we're passionate and we're into it. Uh, the last thing uh, that I love about this is how Apollos learned from Priscilla and Aquila. Is again, they didn't like sit down and just like exchange some papers or go to like a lecture series. Apollos went to Priscilla and Aquila's house and they just, Spent time together and they, and they talked and they explained and they answered questions. And that's the environment that we want to happen for your one on one. Is we want your growth and study and learning to happen in the context of walking dogs with someone or out to coffee with someone or zooming with someone while you're eating food or, you know, whatever format you decide to do your one on one. That growth should happen in the context of a friendship. And relationship and doing this together. Uh, All this is just so, so important um, because the idea is not just that we're like gaining knowledge. Uh, That's not the point of church. That's not the point of any of this. It's just for us to get smarter and for us just to like have more, you know, just like stuff in our brains about who this God is and who this Jesus is. The idea is that what we know and what we believe should be affecting our actions, should be affecting the way in which we actually love Jesus and love each other and love the world. And the more we know, the more we understand, the more we have these aha moments of like, oh, that's what God is. That's what the Bible's really saying here. That's what's really going on. It can deeply affect the way we live. Uh, I love this from... Uh, the book of Ephesus, uh, the book of Ephesians. And so uh, Priscilla and Aquila, they have this conversation with Apollos in the city of Ephesus. And there's this church there uh, called called the Church of Ephesus. And then later Paul writes a letter to them called the Letter of Ephesians. Uh, And here's what he says in uh, chapter three. He said, and I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp How wide and how long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know that this love surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all fullness of God. Uh, Paul's prayer for them is, I just want you to know more about who this God is. I want you to know how much he loves you. I want you to know how much he is working on your behalf. And the more you study and the more you learn, the more you'll just you'll have a more adequate knowledge and just that fullness will get inside of you. And you'll be able to spread that with the way in which you spend your life. Uh, and that's what we celebrate uh, when we celebrate communion. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why we celebrate communion every single week is because we want this knowledge to go and dump into our brain and affect our lives, for it to just keep going into our mind in new ways and creative ways and to know that there is a God who loves you and he loves you enough that he is willing to send his son to die on the cross for you. We want you to know that. We want you to know it deeply. We want you to read about it and study about it in different ways so that you can know how much God loves you. Uh, and by the way, uh, that's what uh, Apollos was learning from Priscilla and Aquila that day. Uh, what Priscilla and Aquila were teaching him is what uh, Apollos knew is he just knew the baptism uh, of John, it says. But Priscilla and Aquila were teaching him about the baptism of Jesus. Uh, and in uh, Acts chapter 19, it tells us exactly what the difference uh, between those two things is. It says that Paul said, that John's baptism was a baptism of uh, repentance. And and that's a big deal. Uh, John came and and taught this idea that we need to to repent. We we need to change. We need to stop doing things that are hurting our lives. We need to stop doing things that are hurting other people. And we need to intentionally try to go a different way, try to live a different way. And that's a a powerful message. Uh, That's a message that we talk about in church. But Priscilla and Quilis say, that's great, Paul, that you know that. And it's great that you know that Jesus told us that we should change our lives, but now we want to tell you the rest of the story. And here's the rest of the story. It says, on hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul placed his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them. Uh, that what Apollos didn't know is he didn't know about the rest of Of the story of Jesus beyond what he taught that Jesus died for us on the cross as our savior and that he sent the Holy Spirit as a helper to be able to not just have us try hard to change but that the Holy Spirit would come alongside us and supernaturally help us to change and that was like a knowledge bit that should have been like a game changer for Apollos that this isn't just about me working hard. This isn't about just me, you know, just trying my hardest to change. This is the idea that I have help. I have a spirit. I have a savior. And that is so much more powerful. And we need to know that. And how are we going to know unless we are taught? Uh, So let's take communion today. And let's remember this God who loves us enough uh, to help us to love him, to know him more fully. Let's take the bread. Take the juice and let's pray uh, Jesus we love you help us to take time to just want to know you more to know you more deeply to know your love and to spend the time studying learning so that we can do that we love you amen pray amen love you guys. Uh, if you're not in a one-on-one relationship yet, I encourage you to take the step. Uh, you can do it in one of two ways. Uh, number one, if you have a friend that's a good friend, but maybe like you could take your relationship to the next level, uh, you need to have a conversation with them. You need to send them an email. You need to send them a text and say, hey, have you heard about this one-on-one thing? You want to give it a shot you want to do that? you want to start meeting more regularly? Uh, do you want to add a study element? Do you want to start sharing more deeply? Do you want to start praying for each other? Let's, let, let's do it. Uh, or, if you're not sure exactly who you can ask, uh, then uh, fill out the form and let us know, and we would love to help pair you with somebody. But we really want you to be in one of these one-on-ones. Uh, we love you. We'll see you next week.
1: Well, thank you for being a part of our service today. We hope that you found it helpful as you are able to connect with other people during the service through the chat. And also helpful in regards to what we learned today as we have uh, focused on God and focused on what his word says about our lives and about himself uh, and so as a church we are all about taking next steps and next steps in our lives next step in our walk with Jesus uh, because we're trying to take what we learned uh, in the day like today in the service and apply it to our lives and so we'd love to come alongside you and help you with that uh, and there's a couple ways that we can help uh, there's a next step email and then there's the connection card uh, the next Steps, this next step email if you're already on the email list you'll be receiving that shortly um, but if you're not on the email list you can look that up on the facebook page but basically the next step email gives a few different things to follow up on as we continue just next week uh, so there's some questions that, again, is related to what we've learned, uh, prayer-related requ- uh, prayer items uh, that we can pray specifically for, and also some activities that we can do with other people. Uh, but it's just a way to kind of re-continue our focus on the things that God wants us to be focused on. Uh, it also, there's the connection card, and the connection card is a way that you can let some of the leaders know what's going on in your life, Um, any prayer requests you may have, uh, any next steps you're considering. uh, We'd love to come alongside you with those things. And so if you have any of those uh, prayer requests, next steps, or anything else, uh, feel free to fill out the connection card and let us know what's going on uh, in your lives. Um, We say every week that church is not uh, a building. It's not an organization. It's even not just a service. It's a group of people. Um, and as a church, uh, I, when I normally would host, I would say this. It's something that was said to me. is that if no one has told you that they love you today, just know that I do. And as a church, just know that we love you. And so we. We mean it when we say that we want to walk alongside you. So if you have anything going on in your life right now, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, We love you and hope that you have a great week.